Hello and welcome to We're Watching Stuff, a movie and TV show podcast. We talk about movies in and out of theaters, as well as the occasional TV show. You can find all of our content on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and social medias like Facebook and Twitter. We're always looking for co-hosts, so please send us an email at we'rewatchingstuff at gmail.com or a private message. Now back to the action. We are your hosts, Corbin and Nicole Wilkins. hope you are as excited as we are because we've been watching stuff and it has taken us forever to do that yeah it's been we've been that's pretty much all we've been doing is watching stuff watching stuff in theaters out of theaters in concerts in shows in little venues we've been doing it all yeah because corbin's been doing some listening to stuff listening to stuff episodes yeah my new segment where i interview uh artists anyone so if you, I guess I, I wouldn't say interview, I hang out with them. You have conversations. Because I have fun conversations. I just chatted with Matthew Ibs, I think is how you say it, from the Happy Pill Academy out in London. <coughs> so we're moving up, people. Across the pond. Yes. Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather be there. Me too. But I plan on a few movie podcasts with him too because his favorite movie was Fear and Loathing. And I'm like, I've only watched it once. And he's like, well, you should definitely watch it over and over and over again. So We own it. I'm so gonna, right? I'm going to. Probably should do that. Yeah. That and another Johnny Depp movie just because I'm on a Johnny Depp episode. Well, him and I had a nice long, uh, Matthew, him. <laughs> Matthew and I had a nice long conversation about Benicio Del Toro. So I might be just down for that, you know, like a Benicio movie <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what we watched this time was Godzilla. King of Monsters. King of the Monsters. Oh, the Monsters, my bad. So we decided to kind of kaiju theme it. Monster. So the Yeah, monster kaiju theme it. The first one is going to be Pacific Rim, so I deem this episode Pacific Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. That's usually where he resides. <clears throat> Actually, I'm not going to go into details yet about godzilla yeah first we're gonna talk about some pacific rim first off i'm a huge fan of this movie just because it mixes you know guillermo del toro is the (laughs) director and it has uh oh and he's one of the writers one of the two writers travis beecham i think is how you say it i think so is uh, the other writer i love this movie just because not only is it guillermo and his creative design and directed creepiness director like directions of yeah of stuff (laughs) the director but the but the the cast was awesome i wasn't really disappointed in much i wanted a little more but you know there was a sequel to this movie it's called uprising which doesn't really have very um, much doesn't have much just a little bit which i would watch if you've seen pacific rim maybe give uprising a watch you don't have to yeah they definitely tried doing the teen thing with it yeah they brought some kids in and it was kind of weird i think we talked about it we did once once yes in the old archived episodes yeah we we might do that again well pacific rim had charlie hunnam as probably the main one of the main characters Mm -hmm. idris elba uh rinko kikuchi Mm-hmm. I may have said that wrong, but uh, Charlie Day, Burn Gorman, Ron Perlman. There's there's just so many of them. And 
uh, I'm just a huge fan of Charlie and Guillermo working together, and just Charlie in general is. I love him as an actor. Like he Charlie Hunyam. Yeah, he was King Arthur in the King Arthur. King Arthur movie, <laughs> and I'm just I I have watched that movie so many times. I freaking love his performance. And I started and finished uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah. Well, you got me on it, and then I watched a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we have gone a very far away with Charlie. Oh, we even watched his original show, Undeclared. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was like he a, was a college kid. He was a youngin', yeah. With Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And Jay Bruchal. Hang yeah. Oh, and Jason Segal. Oh, my God. That's right. Who else is in this? I think Marvin makes an appearance. I think so, too. Uh, and the girl. Why can't I never remember her name? She's like a side character in all of, like, Seth, not Seth Rogen, but Judd Apatow movies. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, well, anyway, we've been following him for a while. And I know Rin- Rinko Kikuchi from... I knew her from Brothers Bloom. Oh, yeah, is, she was... Yeah, she's like... Uh, what do they call her? I think they call her Bang Bang. Yeah, Bang Bang. Because she's their dynamite expert. Which <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> right. If I was a dynamite expert, that's what I'd want my name to be. Right. And Charlie Day and Bern Gorman, they were in the sequel. I think... They were like... Oh, and Rinko was as well. But Charlie Day and Byrne are... They were like the main... The, the scientists, the main scientists. Yeah. The research team, for the most part. And, I don't know, I love their characters in both of them, actually. I loved both of their characters in both movies. That's why I loved the second movie, was that whole yeah, twist were... main story. That was awesome. Yeah. So, that's why I'd say watch the second one. Agreed. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So, the movie is about... Kaijus. If you don't know what kaijus are, they're basically Godzilla-like monsters. They're ancient beings that come here and destroy us for the most part. And we learn how to fight back. So basically Idris Elba runs this team with Charlie Hunnam and Charlie Day. Charlie Day being the research team, but Charlie Hunnam and among others work. And these Jaeger pilots, Jaegers, were built. They're giant robots. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It's really hard to describe. It's like Ga- Gundam Wing, if you're a fan of that. Or yeah. Transformers meets Godzilla, if you really want to get dumb with it. I guess that's but good. It's Oh, I mean, but it's the Jaegers are piloted by two people to cover the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of the brain. And together they beat down the kaiju and prevent them from destroying cities and killing thousands like they were in the like absolute beginning of it. Yeah. And they take you through the whole process of what the Jaeger machine did and does and like how they're nuclear. So it was like uh, just eating away at some of the pilots and stuff, but it's mostly about them trying to prevent them from coming uh, to our world again and just wreaking havoc. We're basically just trying to put an end to it so it doesn't happen anymore. And uh, yeah, Charlie Hunnam and all of them just operate these big ass machines and fight these big ass monsters that look cool as shit. They're really cool. And they all have, like, like the Jaegers all have their own, like, quirks, I guess. Mm -hmm. And all the Kaijus have, like, their own I just want a little bit more of them. Yeah. Like, there was, like, the three-style dragon, Mm -hmm. the the three brothers that did one. I was like, yo, awesome. And there was one with, like, like a chain and, like... Oh, yeah. But he's, like... Like a whip thing. He's almost like Mega Man, but he's, like, he's really cool because he's got a sword. He's got a, a plasma cannon, right? Yeah. What's Charlie's... Charlie Hunnam's a... Isn't it just like a... It's a gypsy. Gypsy danger. 
that's its name. That's it's the name of the Jaeger. They oh have. yeah, that they named it. If you can, you should look up the name of the Jaegers in the movies. So they theme it, you know, like like your your house or your like it's one person and not two people running it. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Gypsy Danger just because of her look. But the the dragon one, I can't remember the name of that. One. That one was so cool. The German one was pretty cool. It was like a big tough helmet so they could punch it and punch it and they're like haha nice try yeah <laughs> all right so there's a lot of jaegers because there's like mark one two oh. three four five mark five and then unknown classifications i'll read just a couple go for it. um there's horizon brave cool it's mark one brawler yukon is a mark one hmm. um the Diablo Intercept is a Mark II. <laughs> cool. Uh, the Eden Assassin is a Mark II. Eden, Eden, e- Eden Assassin? Mm-hmm. Oh, like Garden wow. of Eden. Yo, that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Three. there's the Gypsy Danger, uh, the Vulcan Spectre. The yeah. Vulcan Spectre. The Chrome Brutus. The what? Chrome Brutus. Hmm. Um, that's a good one. Crimson Typhoon. Crimson. Oh, that's the one I like. That's the name of the three one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wonder if it has. Are you Googling it? The one with three arms? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a Crimson Typhoon. Crimson Typhoon. Nice. It's red and yellow. Mm-hmm. Red, red, yellow, and silver. And uh, there's three of them. So, yeah. And they spin. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just wanted more of that. The Mammoth Apostle. That's kind of a cool name. Nova mm. Hyperion. That's a good one. And then there's the Striker Eureka is mm. the only Mark V. On there, and then um, Victory Alpha hmm. is an unknown classification. But like all these, they all do something different. They right. all have like it's not like they're all the but same. They're all equipped enough to be able to handle these ginormous mon- Godzilla-like monsters. Yeah, big enough to just destroy. Because like what Charlie's doing in the beginning, you can get a job working the wall, which you're building this huge-ass wall, so if they ever come through, they have to be stuck at this wall for a moment and because they mm-hmm. come up out of the Pacific, you know? That's yeah. it's called Pacific Rim. What? Comes out of the Pacific? <laughs> a wall uh, on the beach. Right. Let me... Uh, I just, like... I'm trying to, like, pick moments in this movie. There's a moment... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out for Charlie's, Charlie's character because he's out and about... And this one sticks its tongue out, and it's all dark in the uh, subway system. And when it sticks its tongue out, it's like neon lights and purples, and its mouth opens up like yeah. really, really big and comes out. Oh, that's so pretty. And that right there is where you can look at it and just be like, Guillermo, thank you. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of, I feel like the monsters, yes, but there's a lot of just like scenes and like mm-hmm. the lighting and like stage props or whatever is mm-hmm. it's done or the CGI or whatever. Like that's right. Del Toro. Like you can tell mm-hmm. that it's just like has that little creepiness. And, yeah, the design and the characters for sure. Yeah. Is, it looks like Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo did Pan's Labyrinth, uh Hellboy one and two. He did I think he's doing the new Pinocchio, which is mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be scary. Um, come on, help me out here. He did the orphanage, right? I already said Pan's Labyrinth. Oh. Um, I was listening, I swear. Oh, he did Crimson Peak, didn't Crimson he? Pe- yeah, he did Crimson Which Peak. Which also had Charlie Hunnam in it. And he did, right? And he did a little bit of the Book of Life. Oh, well. yeah, he yeah, was like a producer. Yeah. But wasn't he on... 
he helped with like the Hobbit and stuff too. Oh, yeah, he did a little bit of the Hobbit. He does a lot of little bit of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's def- he's a he's not like a the stuff. main guy, but right. he's like has right. his fingers in it. Yes, like if you were to pull up his producer page, it's bigger than his director page. <laughs> but <clears throat> well, maybe I like the things that he directs. I think more I than love the things he directs. I mean, I'm sure yeah. the things that he produces is really good too. I saw but another one of his was like with like the. Shape of Water. Oh, Shape of Water. Duh. He was the writer. Um, Um, He does have, like, Pinocchio coming out. He did (laughs) The Strain, the TV show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we're big fans of that. And when that is, when we we finish finish. it, we will talk about it. Yeah. I want to read the book first. I've read the comics, so I'm going to try and get it all done. He was um, on the screenplay writing, I'm assuming, of the Hobbit series. The Hellboys... Um, producer. He's going to be the executive producer for Justice League Dark. Yeah, that's been rumored for a long time. I just don't think it's true at this point. That's, okay. But I mean, as long as it's rumored, cool. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a producer on Kung Fu Panda 3. Yep. That's um, okay. That's okay. I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, his director he only has 22 director credits but um like pacific rim hellboy blah 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 um i mean i feel like we got the main ones the ones that he has coming up is pinocchio nightmare alley and then untitled michael mann documentary no 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 he's got scary stories to tell in the dark coming out oh yeah (coughs) what is he doing for that i don't know is he directing writing or producing um Good question. Which is awesome either way. Right? <laughs> I've been waiting so long for he's that He's a producer. He's a producer? Yeah. Yeah, nice. See? He's got a lot of stuff going on. He produces more than an... Oh, <clears throat> well, producer, writer, director. Like, okay. yeah. those are his main things. <laughs> That's okay. He's he's good He's good for it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Guillermo del Toro is almost famous for always working with Ron Perlman, who was Hellboy in the Hellboy movies, and... He did a voice in that Book of Life, and he was oh yeah, lots an of appearance in this crossover like, stuff. Oh yeah, they're like best friends. I mean, from the sound of it, because like they were trying to write the third Hellboy before it got taken from them. Yeah, I will say it that way because that's how they say it. And I'm like, I agree. Cause, I mean, because like Ron was always like talking on his Twitter pages that like Guillermo's got something good written, and they just took it from him. That's so stupid. And I was like, God damn it. I mean, even if they like would have had the same story but Gilmore Jatoro like and Ron Perlman were in this new Hellboy it would have made it so much better right and Charlie Day is from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia if you didn't know that and yeah and many other movies and other yeah but come on what do you really know him from exactly (laughs) not saying that that's all you should know him from I love him in a lot of his actually every movie he's been in I haven't hated him I saw him in Hotel we saw him in our Hotel Artemis oh that's right yeah I enjoyed him in that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the hell out of him in the sequel to this movie. I enjoyed him in Going the Distance uh, so much. I loved him in that. Horrible movie. bosses. Horrible bosses. Obviously, he's Has the highlight. Has he done like a serious role? I mean, he, <laughs> he was did kind of fight too with this fight. That's right. I mean, like his role in this movie was kind of sort of serious, but not. It was like he was still kind of Charlie Hotel Day. Artemis. Yeah, because he didn't joke off. Yeah, joke around in that one. Joke off. I'm gonna joke off. And uh, his uh, his uh, what do you call it? <laughs> his coworker. <laughs> yeah. In his the show, Burn Gorman is from 
Uh, I know he he made a brief appearance in The Dark Knight Rises, and he was in all of the Torchwood show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, not all of it. Most of it. He was in a good, like, the good chunk of it, the good yeah. stuff of it. Um, yeah. uh, Burn Gorman, he's the little Londonier guy. What's, what else would I recognize him from? And then mm-hmm. Idris Elba, if you don't know by now, then... You don't you deserve on, to know. You live under a rock. Yeah, he's basically black Superman, right? Is mm-hmm. that what they call him in the new Hobbs and Shaw? I think so. Black Superman. <laughs> Burn Gorman was in Crimson Peak with everybody. Oh, yeah, he was. That's yeah. right. There you go. He right. almost got his crew. He's like, nah, I like you. I got my guys. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do our reviews or trivia first? Let's do the reviews. All so right. I didn't write down our reviews, so we're going to have to call them as they are right here. Okay. And so Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 72%. And I say, okay, I see some things why. It's still fresh. And, right. And users liked it more, 77. So I can kind of agree more with the users. But I almost I'd give it an 85, 86. I was 80-ish, yeah. Okay. I mean. So it's just because, you know, there was some cheese, some things that could have been, like, filled more. Mm-hmm. But like, but like visually, it visually, was awesome. It was incredible. Like it, there are just some things that if you just take the time to look at, like when yeah. he's talking, when Idris Elba's character is trying to convince him to come back, that entire scene that he's eating his luncheon is incredible. It is so cool. And he's eating his lunch. Like yes. that just goes to show you, but like it's just how all around him, the it's direction, the area yeah. around him that you're just like, oh my god, it's so incredible. And that's when, if you look carefully, that's how you can see Guillermo did that. Yeah. Because it just reminds me a hell of a lot of the Hellboy sets, which I've seen a lot of behind the scenes of. <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 80. So you got any trivia? I do have some trivia. So <laughs> it says that approximately 100 kaijus and 100 Jaegers were designed, but only a fraction of them were used in the film. Uh-huh. Every week, filmmakers held a, had a vote for their favorites. Oh. So that's kind of cool. That's cool. That'd be the highlight. Yeah. Um. Kaiju is a Japanese word that literally translates to strange beast. It's usually to refer to giant monsters from Japanese science fiction films, such as Godzilla. Right. So, connection. Right. Um, Ish. Let's see. The screenwriter got the idea for the movie when walking along a California coastline on a foggy morning. The shape of the fear looked like a creature uprising from the water and imagined a large robot waiting on the shore to battle it. Hmm. That was Travis Beecham. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that's in the beginning, right? Because he climbs up onto the beach. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another cool part that I love watching. <clears throat> the sounds for the kaiju roar was compromised of layer upon layer of animal roars, growls, which were filtered, sped up, slowed down to create the roar of the alien behemoths. Then, Dang. to add emotion and a sense of intelligence, supervising editor, sound editor Martin Scott Martin Gershon added samples of their own voices. Oh, and Gilmour added samples of their own voices. Oh, uh-huh, cool. So, like, their voices are in with the monsters, which is kind of cool. That's so awesome. Um, the Gypsy Danger is named after the D. Helevan Gypsy engine, aircraft engine, which mm. was intended as a nostalgic nod to the World War II area, which oh. was a major influence on the design of the robot. Okay, okay. You can totally see that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. This movie just gets cooler and cooler. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Ron Perlman kept the shoes that he wore on film, and later his <laughs> wife had them melted down and converted to a uh, pair of heels for uh, herself. <laughs> yes. That sounds about right. <laughs> I love Ron Perlman. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> He's wearing these, like, fancy-ass, you know, like, like uh, I wouldn't say loafers, but they're gold, like gold loafers. Yeah. If you can imagine a fancier Guillermo del Toro gold loafer. They're pretty fancy. <laughs> and then... uh. This is the first film Guillermo del Toro has. Wait, let me. The first Guillermo del Toro film to feature Ron Perlman as a human character since Kronos uh-huh. in 1994 or Damn. 93. So it's been a while since. They've like, worked together for a while. And yeah, because yeah, he. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then yeah. um, the film takes place in 2003, 2020, and then 2025. Oh. Because there's future or like. Time jumps. Yeah. In so, that movie. So when they're doing stuff, it's 2025. I think so, yeah. Okay. Current to them is 2025. Yeah. God damn. We're not that far off, you guys. God, I hope <sighs> it fucked. doesn't. I'm just kidding. And also, the title screen doesn't appear until 17 minutes into the film. Right? That's crazy. Right? But I think, like, I don't know. Caramel's always done stuff like that. Yeah. All one right. last one. Oh, we got to move the, on to the biggest kaiju of them all. I know. The king. The Jaeger is German for the hunter. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It says that at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so now you know. Cool. That was Pacific Rim. Now we're going on to Godzilla, King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. There's plenty, of, plenty to say about this movie. Yeah. And I can say right now that the cast, Vera Farmiga, Ken Watanabe, Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby Brown, Bradley Whitford, Thomas Middleich, Charles Dance, and Godzilla as himself. Godzilla, Godzilla as did himself. the best job. Right. Like <laughs> the characters that had no well, I think, speaking lines did the best. Well, no, no, no. Okay, here's the thing. I think Thomas Middleich, Millie Brown, or yeah, Millie Bobby Brown, and Kyle Chandler. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Whitford did fine. Everybody but Vera Farmiga. I'm not a fan of Vera Farmiga still, everyone. I know. Oh, Ken Watanabe's okay. He's always okay. I never have a problem with him. Charles Dance is always a good performance. I don't know. Even <laughs> though he's always the bad guy. Um, but it just seems like there was just a few few moments that you were just like, ugh. Like, come on. This, like, story cheese right. could have been fixed. It's super silly. You the, know? the way the trailers made it, I went into this movie thinking the story was something totally different. Like I went in thinking yes. that this movie was like, it did have a great story. though. Millie Bobby That's Brown yeah. was surviving on her own, like throughout Godzilla attacks, but like, yeah. it's not no, that. Yeah. Thank God. Not to give everything away right. or anything away, but boring, like right. it would have been boring, but just like the big parts that they, sh- or the quote unquote big parts that they showed in the trailer, like weren't really that big, big. They're in it, but human yeah. wise, but like there were some cool shots, in the trailer that showed the monsters and everything that are really sweet. Right. But like fucking acting, like not yeah. even acting, just like the direction that some of the human characters went in. I was just mm-hmm. like, <sighs> but the, but there are some things about this that were just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. And it's like the way it starts off. Like I can say the way it starts is probably the coolest part because then halfway through, you're just like, 
oh damn <laughs> that threw oh, me through right. for a second you know like holy crap kind of caught me off guard yeah and there then was the th- outcome too will also throw you off because uh it wasn't fully expected i mm-hmm. guess you know there so, are a couple twists and turns for sure right i do want to say godzilla was gorgeous mm-hmm. he looked just like himself and does it he did does it spoil anything saying that mothra was like fucking beautiful goddamn beautiful no because you can kind of see it in the trailer too. okay and then oh, she is so pretty in the movie she fills you with so much hope I right love it. yes and the three-headed monster mm. did they n- name it N- yeah but it, he's he comes with a name what? they didn't name it it's i know an ancient name of his oh i can't remember what it is just <laughs> you're the, the one, one with computer the computer <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. I just got this cast. Ow. Rodan? And let's see. Yeah. Rodan. uh, Director is Michael Doherty. And the writers are Michael Doherty and Zach Shields. What else has Michael Doherty done? Oh, first off, I forgot to say, Pacific Rim was released July 12th, 2013. And Godzilla, King of the Monsters, was released May 31st, 2019. Hmm. So... I just completely spaced on telling you the release date. It's okay. I've been doing um, too much music. <laughs> the director, mm. he was a writer on Krampus. Aha, cool. Uh, Trick or Treat. Oh. Superman oh. Returns and X-Men United. X-Men United? X2. Oh, X2. Oh, duh. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. That's the one. I thought X2 was the bad one. No, X2 is the one good one. X3 is the really bad one. Oh. X2 is decent. Okay. And fun and sad. We'll talk about X-Men another day. I think that's who the cast is it there. I mm. messed up the names already. So there's Mothra. Yeah. Rodan, which is the fire one. Which is the three head. Mm-mm. What? And then the three headed king, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, duh. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I knew it started with G. And Godzilla, obviously. Godzilla. But like... And there's a few others that I won't name because it's a spoiler. Is it? And they're so awesome. Okay. I don't, wa- I don't want to say it. Okay, okay. Uh, but they also mentioned a few others on Skull Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're just like... A, fan of my, a friend of mine we're talking, we're just like, please, God, just let the next movie just be them kicking each other's ass and then, you know common ground or some shit just for fun you take this island i'll mm-hmm. take this island <laughs> just for fun why not yeah all right so rotten tomatoes has officially given this movie a 40 percent unfortunately because users gave it an 83 kind of agree 85 83 yeah, yeah i can do that like i can yeah i can back that up that's it wasn't that bad the cgi was awesome like godzilla looked amazing mothra yeah. was beautiful all of them like the battle scenes yes. were like so freaking well done and yes. like there's just some moments in the acting that you were just like ugh but definitely go for the monster killing or the monster battle i wouldn't yeah. say killing because they're not killing uh, um and i can't really tell you the agenda of this movie the agenda mostly because i know it but it's a huge spoiler yeah. But I can tell you it's basically um, seeing what these monsters would do. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they do. Let's just let it happen. Yeah. That's a basic consensus of it because there are three things happening at the same time. No, there's one thing happening. But in order for three certain things, three certain things could happen as a result. Yes. 
and that's what I that's what I loved about it. Yeah, the the story yeah definitely like made some like turns and twists that like you wouldn't think were supposed to happen. Right. And like I don't know, it's just kind of sad. The how these characters got to the point that they got to. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Because, I mean, got to have some tragedy in there. Obviously, Godzilla is not, well, mm-hmm. every, not everyone is going to live happily ever obviously after. Obviously, Godzilla is not the size of a person. No. <laughs> just, wait a minute. What are you telling me? Motherfucker will knock a building down. <laughs> right. I felt so bad for laughing in the theater because every once in a while, like when it zoomed in on like Godzilla's face, just like the look on his face <laughs> reminded me of our cat when she gets super feisty. Oh, just like, hmm. And then, like, like runs away. Jeez. And the fact that Godzilla's, like, thick and has, like, small arms. Right. Like Luna. <laughs> All um, right. Let's... Do you want a wee bit of trivia? Let's grab some cri- trivia before we run into the trailer park because we've okay. got two good ones. We do got some park. good ones. So Mothra's eye spots on her wings were designed to resemble Godzilla's eyes in order to create oh. connection between the two. Yay. Oh. Yeah, um, the her Mothra's screech in the film was a modified version of her original yeah, screech from yeah, the old stuff. That was the nostalgia I was feeling yeah. in the theater. There were so many times where I was smiling out of like Godzilla, yeah, <laughs> you know, monsters. <laughs> I feel kind of bad because I didn't realize that the one that came out a few years ago was canon. I feel like I need to go back yes, and watch. If you that. don't know that you should watch it. It you don't have to. I didn't. We didn't. Yeah. And we saw it just fine. But you can. And we're going to do that with the sequel to probably Pacific Rim or something. Another kaiju one. Yeah. I hope this isn't a spoiler. But despite there being 35 Godzilla films since 1954, this is the first time Rodan and adult Mothra have fought. Awesome. That's crazy. 35 (laughs) Godzilla movies. Dang. Like. So they're breaking. They're doing a lot yeah. with this like even if it got bad ratings don't even look at that rotten tomatoes rating just think about everything else of it yeah obviously you're gonna get some cheese acting but it's not about them <laughs> it's about godzilla it's about godzilla he's <laughs> the king of the monsters and he proves that shit man yeah um Hurry, this before i spoil this is the first time that Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla is used in a Godzilla film. <laughs> right. What? Yes, I know. I know. Because when it started playing, I was like, this is like the first time they ever approved of that. Like, How have they not? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really confused that that's not like, it's like writing. It's like dropping the mic for Godzilla. That's right? what that was. Oh my gosh. He hit, he hit the record. And know? it was like a, there was a cover of it too. Was It wasn't the original. Yeah, was it was it? a cover. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> All right. Let's get into this trailer park. All right, trailers. So this first one is called Knives Out, and it's out November 27th, 2019 for Thanksgiving. I have to say, it looks awesome, but it looks like a very dark, humorous one, like a super funny one, but it's a super dark one to it's match like that. a super dark humor clue. Yes. Oh, yeah, clue. So it's yeah. um, basically who killed him. Who done it? And who, yeah, who done it is what they said in the trailer a lot. Who done it? And uh, it's Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, that I can remember, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Tony Collette. Uh, yeah. Um, the kid. Rec- I can't recognize the girls. I can't recognize the girls either, but the one of the boys I think is in it. 
Oh, okay. The older brother, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty excited about it because first off, it's gonna be like almost Chris Evans' first movie outside of Avengers stuff. So mm-hmm. seeing in the trailer, you see his original self, and that's what I'm excited for. Right. Yeah, watching him not be Captain America made me remember like kind of where yeah. he came from. Yeah, <laughs> with I'm, like I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Uh, it's called Knives Out. November 27th. This would be a movie, like, if your mom is here for Thanksgiving, like, I'd be like, we need to go see this movie together. Right, right. But it looks pretty funny and fucked up and good. A movie I'd watch. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Am I moving on to Jumanji? Yes. Yes. Okay. Jumanji 3, the next level, finally came out. This trailer finally came out. We've been waiting for a while. I'm pretty excited, but I also feel a little different because... Like, they're grown up and stuff compared to the first movie. We did our Jumanji Jumanji episode uh, last year. Yeah. But that's what I, because I enjoyed the second one enough to buy it. (laughs) Right. But the third one, I'm still like, I'm interested in the cast that they got to improve it was Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. Right. Got a golden, like. The one thing that I'm like kind of excited about is The Rock playing Danny DeVito. Yes. And Kevin Hart playing Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Like. (laughs) Just like, because, I mean, they're still the same characters from Welcome to the Jungle, but, like, you can tell that Kevin Hart's being Danny Glover, like, just like the way he's talking. being the other kid. Yeah. Jack Black acting like a girl. And so, yeah, Jack Black is Fridge Fridge, this time. But I really love Jack Black being, like, a neurotic teenage girl. Yeah, (laughs) true. But seeing him as, like, a young adult black man is going to be fucking hilarious, too. Oh, my God. I can't even wait. It's going to be... Yeah, like, this one looks... This adventure looks a little bit more exciting. So, Because they're like, uh, it's snowy now. The game mm-hmm. is kind of broken is what there's... Like, Jumanji broke or something. Yeah. Trying to fix it. I don't know. I'm excited. But I'm glad Karen Gillan came back. True. I like her part in the movie, too. Yeah. Um, And it looks like Nick Jonas is going to be in there, too. Which is good, because I liked his character, too. He did yeah. yeah. I wanted more of Nick Jonas in the last one. Yeah, so maybe we'll get him. Yeah. All right. But this is another... Chris. Well, December 13th, so it's almost oh. Christmas movie. All right. But I remember when we went and saw Welcome to the Jungle. And the theater was packed. It was sold out. Month. Yeah. It yeah. was still like a lot of people were in there. So I feel like this is going to be, because the last one did so well, like right. might as well make more. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're probably, probably going to go see both these movies we just talked about. So. Yeah. And when we do, we will talk about them. Yeah, we will. But for now, we're going to watch some other stuff because we're finally going to talk about that green episode we were talking about before. Right. Got to watch those green movies. Yeah. You'll see. (laughs) You'll all see. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later.